following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. On today's episode, it is the 2022 2.0 mock draft. As Brian and I are joined by fellow co-host Andrew for a group mock draft. We collectively run through and make our selections for this week's draft. They each getting to make their picks alternatively. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Matt Johnson, and this is the Two Point Conversation. It's uh, it's your favorite time of year. It's draft season. It's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> you love it. You live for this. It's been a big part of my life. I said it multiple times, but it's, it's worth bringing up every time. the The reason that I love the draft is because my team was awful for twenty years, awful, and uh. The only time that you feel truly at peace with the organization, the franchise, is when the season is renewed and you get to sign some free agents and you get to look forward to a new player coming out of college that you have no hatred towards yet. <laughs> yet. Yet. And then, uh, yeah, get to start clean. And then uh, it developed into a passion for college football which even further drove just I, the draft is all about this dude was awesome at this school. Can he do this at this team? Blah, blah, blah. Right. I love the hypotheticals. I love living in fantasy world there. Yeah, no, I get that. And honestly, I mean, this is, you came into our show two years. This is like your two year anniversary mm-hmm. in a sense mm-hmm. of when you started off with two point, uh, you were assisting former co-host Kyle and Gary with, you know, with Ryan and you guys are going through and talking, like just mock drafting the shit out of everything. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is where your specialty is. You even, I mean, unfortunately, it's not really active at this current point in time, but you created a podcast revolving around this process, um, pun intended. But uh, you, you love it. This is draft season, it's exciting. And we're going to be hanging out here on Thursday. Um, I still got to do a couple checks on the computer, but even if we don't, have if we happen to not go live we can still like just hang out together yeah um and whatnot but um currently our plans are to go live i'm gonna just yeah just go through this computer stuff a little bit more but uh we are also joined i didn't mean to leave him hanging but uh, andrew wanted to hop on and join us for today's episode um he's he had a dan marino moment where he's like what time you guys record monday i'm like yeah like 4 30 i want in Fuck it, send it in. That's basically how he did the Dan Marino. Fuck it, send it in. Um, just like, <laughs> hey, let's 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 do a mock draft. But um, so Andrew, thank you for uh, taking the time. So it's not just me and Brian just going back and forth. Appreciate it. No problem. I'm not heavily into this draft because I was, and then it kind of dropped off once the Tyree Kill trade happened, and then I was like, well, f them picks, kind of Ram style. 
And then recently I've been getting back into it, see what's going on and rooting for certain teams, uh, getting, you know, in certain spots. I'm really looking for the Steelers. My cousin is sending me my fantasy football uh, trophy, but I said no to that. And he's sending me a terrible towel from Pittsburgh. So oh, that's cool. I'm going to wave it. I'm going to, I'm going to be a Steelers fan for the first round. All right. I that's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be a Steelers. I don't have a first, my team doesn't have a first round pick. Uh, the only other team I root for is the Giants. So NFC Giants, AFC, I'm going to go with the Steelers. All right. Yeah. I don't really have a vested interest. It kind of stinks this year. The last couple of years we've done this, it kind of stinks because <laughs> I haven't had a, like the Colts haven't had a first round pick. Uh, last year was the only time really that, you know, me and Brian were sitting here and they draft, drafted uh, Quiddy Pay at 21st overall, but you know, the Colts don't have one. There's rumors that they might trade up and get one. I don't know, but, um, but it's hard. It's hard when your team's not like drafting in the first round, like to be like excited, but I am excited that, you know, for these college kids, they get the opportunity to, to see their NFL dreams happen. Right. Movie draft day, the big quote, you only get drafted once great movie. One of my favorites. Uh, And it's just, you know, just for these kids, even if like their NFL careers don't pan out, like your center stage, you're, this is the happiest. Some of these guys will ever be in the national football league is getting drafted. It's really cool. So, um, but today Brian actually came up with this idea. I got to give him full credit. We were me. I was politicking and just do a normal mock draft. Uh, but Brian's like, no, 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 I got this. Let's do something different. Um, actually, it's probably better you explain it. So what do we got going on? Yeah, we had to uh, find a, a unique twist, which is not crazy out of the normal, but, but we're going to just alternate some picks here. So, so it's not Andrew does a mock and Matt does a mock and I do a mock. We're going to do one full 22 draft together. And we all got assigned teams at random with actually it wasn't more so random. numbers. We get more so got no, numbers, but yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you gave me, you know, 25 and that's the bills. <laughs> you know, I did really. Yeah. yeah. It worked out. That, oh, good. Yeah. That's cool. I thought you did it on purpose. No, I no? I literally oh. just, I literally just gave y'all like every third number. Yeah. <laughs> good. That's cool. All yeah. right. Uh, so for the site that we're using, a site that I hype up a lot, uh, cause my good buddy, Joe Marino is a part of it. He, uh, puts out some tremendous stuff and uh, his mock draft is my machine is my favorite mock draft machine. There's a lot out there. There's some OGs that get need to get some shout outs. Go to firstpick.com. Uh, that's a great one. That's been around forever. There's the fantasy. Oh crap. It's Dan Kadar's old site, dude. I've been doing mock drafts like forever. For a long time. Yeah. So uh, this is the most current up to date. Uh, rankings. I think they updated this on Monday um, and they're uh, they're ready to go. This is using their prediction board, which is a uh, handy way to make sure that when you're doing a mock that you, you don't have to know every team, you know, 100%. So let's say you pick, let's say you just do the Jets, right? And then every other, every other pick is being auto-drafted. Right. It, the predicted board should help to give you more realistic outcomes for you when your team is up to get picked. You know what I mean? Which makes sense. Yeah. Cause you can't, 
I mean, over and over again, I know I did mocks last year with the quarterbacks and it seemed like every time I couldn't get like a certain quarterback to fall to a certain team. Right. I'm like, but it's going to happen. And it probably did. You know, it probably, it typically does. Yeah. The one thing that these don't, these mock draft, I mean, they're awesome. I mean, this thing looks great. I've never seen this before, but Brian's use it extensively. Um, the, the, the crazy random stuff that, that ends up occurring, people getting overdrafted, right? How many times, you know, over the last couple of years did like John Gruden's Raiders like overdraft? So not maybe necessarily overdraft somebody, but draft somebody where nobody predicted them to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? How many times did that happen? <clears throat> These things don't account for that. But um, we're in total control of this first round for, for today's episode. So, yeah, what's exa- what's going to happen exactly? So Brian will get picks uh, one, four, seven, and so on. So every third, uh, Andrew will get picks uh, two, five, eight, and so on. Uh, and I will get three, six, nine, uh, and so on. So that's how it's going to go. Um, you guys ready to do this thing? Yeah. All right. Yes. I'm, I'm stoked. So Jacksonville Jaguars, Brian Finch, you are on the clock back-to-back years Jacksonville holds the first pick and in fact if you look over the last 10 years they've probably popped up in the top 10 more than any other team I would imagine or close to Cleveland was close yeah Yeah. Cleveland was close to that but they definitely like to battle for it that's for sure that title (laughs) so I'm using USA Today our friends over at USA Today's um, best needs available along with the uh, draft networks just to get some cross comparisons. So the draft network has the top three needs as edge safety and uh, interior defensive linemen. And then uh, USA today has wide receiver edge and interior offensive line. While well, you're talking about what they, their needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This says, this is a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, they, they go through the top. I've only, I'm trying to use just the top three. I got you. Yeah. This is, Everything. Oh yeah. <laughs> Everything. Well, I mean, most, most I mean, they're going to, how many do they use there? 10? Is that 10 spots? Uh, Eight spots? I can't read that far away. What? How many positions? Yeah. Edge, safety, inside, or inside defensive line, um, offensive tackle, in, interior offensive line. So guards, cornerbacks, tight ends, wide receivers, linebackers. Okay. So it is 10. So they lined up there. Every team's going to have 10 needs they put up there. And uh, obviously, Jacksonville wasn't good last year. So yeah, it makes sense that any one of those could probably be flip-flopped, but I like the idea of them going with the best, most impactful position on the field, which is edge. But then it gets down to which edge. Well, lately it's Trevon Walker, right? That's the name we keep hearing lately Yeah, uh, within, let's say the last three to four weeks, Trevon Walker has been tied to Jacksonville. I don't get it. I think it's smoke. Uh, I, they may go with the trades guy. Cause that's what he is. He didn't have a lot of production. Huge, awesome athletic traits. Right. I bet they go of Aiden Hutchinson, though. So I think he's a clear-cut, dis- distinct number one. So, Aiden Hutchinson, you are drafted to Jacksonville. Yep. I think. There it goes. There it goes. <laughs> All right. Detroit, Andrew Lenz, you are on the clock. So, just reading their top three needs. They need edge quarterback safety. I was really hoping he wasn't going to go. What's up? They need a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, but those were the top three that 
they got listed on the draft network and also a sheet that I have has linebacker wide receiver and corner as the top three needs. So, oh my goodness, I, you guys kind of killed me here because I really thought he was going to drop maybe. Um, geez. I still say they're going to go defense. Dan Campbell is an intense guy. And, you know, the, the defense always you know, wasn't the greatest play. They just released Trey Flowers. Yeah. So I think, I think this is maybe where walk, this is where Trayvon Walker goes. If they can't get Hutchinson, this is where Walker goes. Okay. Makes a ton of sense. Very nice. So two edge rushers to go at the top of the draft. I can't remember if there was ever really a time where that was a thing. All right. So this actually falls in line. So Houston is now on the clock. They get pick number three. This kind of falls into my first mock draft um, with the Houston Texans. And uh, they're you really can't go wrong with, with what they need. Uh, they have a very cheap, uh, cheap roster. They're trying to overturn their salary cap issues from a couple years ago. I think the one position that they're fine, not reaching, not going to get this year might be quarterback. And I'm probably overhyping Davis mills, but they want to see what they got with them. They got a couple other decent positions too. Brandon cooks is still around. Um, as well as some other guys, but it's for Houston, I think, and, and, and pick number three, it doesn't change for my first mock draft here. Uh, it's best player available. And according to uh, the the draft network, this this machine, um, as well as several other sites, it's Ed Rusher, Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, I believe that he they, he's got to go to Houston and, uh, and, and be there. So three straight edges. I know it's a little weird, but... Um, but yeah, I'm money comfortable is. with that one where the money is probably top three, most important position in the NFL. Definitely. Yeah. 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 You ain't kidding, but all right. So three addresses off the board to start off New York jets, Brian Finch, you are on the clock. This pick has been the, out of the, out of the top five, the one that I've changed the most as I've done mock, just because they're lacking talent all over the place. But they also fall in the spot where I do think the top two edge rushers will go off the board within the first three picks, and then they will have first stab at every other position. So is the wide receiver class that good that you don't take a wide receiver, or do you know that you have you can take the best guy who stands above all the rest? Uh, for me, that player would be Jamison Williams if there was one. He does have the ACL tear that he's coming back from. So that's always got to be taken into consideration, especially when you're talking about a top five pick. So for me, I bet they play it safe. Take best player available, and the best player available on my board is Evan Neal, offensive tackle from Alabama. That's a good one. Yes. That's that's a very good one. So they got – he played right tackle. They've got Makai Becton already locked in at left tackle. That is a huge improvement and uh, something that you need to give your young quarterback time. Give Zach Wilson time because he wants to use it. I've talked about him before where he is a latent down passer. He loves extending plays. 
He loves going for the kill shots, the deep shots. Give him more time. You'll get better production out of Zach Wilson. For sure. Yeah, that's a great grab. Uh, they could have, I mean, like I said, you could probably go for a lot of different things right now, help him in the weapons department, but it's when you're in the shape that the Jets are in, it is best player available, 100%. So, very good. Pick number five, New York Giants, Andrew Lenz. You were on the clock. So you took Evan Neal, and Kayvon Thibodeau probably would have been my pick here. Those were, like, my top two guys. And with the Giants, I think they you're going in with Daniel Jones. This is the Daniel Jones bust year, no matter what. And you want to help him on the offensive line. I'm going to need some help saying his name. But this guy intrigues me from North Carolina State. Ikem Iquano. Iquano. I hear he's raw at tackle, and he could be good inside. So I think anywhere on the Giants offensive line makes sense that you could just put a guy in there. So that's why I think they're going to go with him is you can put him in at guard, see how he does there. Maybe later on, try and move him out to tackle. If he doesn't work out, well then, you know, he probably got a still a solid guard mm-hmm. in the works. You brought up Daniel Jones and, and you know, that, and that's fair. And it makes sense. You know, that is their quarterback who they're currently building around. I obviously still think that they're going to pick somebody in the draft to be the next quarterback or at least in competition. What I think you just did, though, with that pick, Andrew, more than anything, is you just gave Saquon Barkley one of his best friends. This dude is a road grader. He is a road paver. He's a machine in the run game. So if they do move him inside, which he probably can play, no problem, uh, see him used a lot as as far as – getting out into space and taking one-on-one blocks uh, on the second level. He's very good at the point of attack. He's super strong, but what I think he does better than a lot of dudes is find the guys on the second level and get that extra block in that we all know. So is important to a guy like Saquon because once he hits that seam, dude game over, he's gone. I just feel like they just needed the from Watching them over the past couple of years, it just seems like they just always need offensive line or an edge guy and all the good edge guys that are pretty much gone. I mean, there's probably, there's still some out there, but it's a reach at five. So you go with the next best offensive lineman, probably next to Neil. Yeah. Now, and he's, he's, some people have him over Neil. Hmm. All right. Excellent selection. We put you in a tough spot. Carolina is up, and I'm I'm really split on this one. <sighs> I think trading out. Ooh. With who? That I'm not certain of. Would jump there though. I'd say the Falcons and the Seahawks would. It wouldn't cost much. If this falls like this, Matt's bringing up a, a really good point. I could definitely see the Falcons or the Seahawks because you're only moving up two to three spots. So, right. It wouldn't take too much. Let's uh, let's switch Seattle. We can't. Oh, you can't? It's premium and Ooh. I'm cheap. Oh, uh, <laughs> so I can't trade out? 
You cannot. I'm sorry, oh, sir. I thought you said I could. No. Dang I'm it. Sorry, okay. Sir. Anyways, now I think they're going to trade out. However, for the sake of this episode, uh, I say that they get the first quarterback off the board because, as I said last mock draft, they are not drafting again until the fourth round. Sam Darnold is your quarterback. Um, Matt Coral. You want Coral? I want Coral. Matt Coral. Uh, he is the highest graded quarterback. Depending on who you talk to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're not fans. Hold on. I got it. I guess they're not. God dang. <laughs> Yeah, well, they got Sam Howell over him. Oh yeah, but it they they have like five experts all with their own rankings, and this is averaged out. So uh, uh, three three of those guys could have him super super low, you know, what I mean? and then it just kills it. Yeah. It just pushes him way down, and then everyone else could be more reasonable. So yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uh, Matt Coral here. We've talked about um, Matt Matt a lot, and. Uh, <laughs> his traits are every the same reason that you draft a guy like Trayvon Walker without the production is the same reason that you draft Corral because you're looking for the guy that gives you a little escapability. He's got a cannon for an arm, you know, plays played in a highly productive offense. Yeah. You know, good, good competitive conference. All those reasons are why I think Corral was, will be up to the challenge of the NFL. He's got good size. Um, yeah, pretty. I mean, I'm not going to say he's a completely traditional, court, you know, pocket passer. He can get a little mobile if need be. But, um, but yeah, I like Matt Corral um, going to Carolina because, again, you can't you have to start prepping long term. If you're only got one again, I, I think that at this point they probably will trade back, get some additional picks. But for the sake of this. We got to start planning the NFC South for the post Tom Brady era, because it is very naked there right now, as far as quarterbacks, as far as team development and, and Carolina is truly like, there's a lot of teams that we always say they're a quarterback, they're a quarterback, they're a quarterback away, you know, but Carolina legitimately is. Yeah. They legitimately are. If they had a solid QB one, they'd be making a playoff. I, I would guarantee a, I would put money on a playoff appearance this year. So that's right. Sip Brian, the giants are back on the clock. Mm-hmm. What do we got? They're boring. They're going to be boring here. Um, there is a guy that I think they probably should take. And that's Kyle Hamilton. But for some reason, I just think. Um, especially with his time at the Bills, that uh, Dable's going to love what Trey White brought yeah. to his team, and he's going to see that in Stingley, and he's going to say, I need that. And he'll be right, I mean, for all those reasons. But then again, Trey White went at uh, 27th overall. Correct. You no, know, not exactly, you know, a very high, high pick. Obviously, first round, but a little different here. He's in a tough spot. I really think they need a... A, a, a difference maker, and I would I would have taken Hamilton, but I'm being a little more predictive with this one. Right. Yeah, I like that for for cornerback. They do have a really good defense. Uh, there's no doubt about it. They need a lot of help. They need help in a lot of aspects. 
the, the Giants do, uh, you know, wide receivers and stuff. Uh, but again, that's all stuff that they can hit in those those second and third rounds, depending on how many picks that they got. I don't think they have anything. And plus, they're looking to shop Bradbury. They are. They got to unload his contract. They want to unload his contract. So what do you do? You get a rookie, a really good rookie, first round rookie on that first round rookie money, which is way better than that Bradbury's you know, contract money. You get a cheaper and and maybe comparable, if not better, replacement. So yeah, that I 20, like that move. That twenty seventh position in the draft is uh, it's it's very potent. I know another guy that was drafted twenty seventh overall too. Turned out to be a damn good Hall of Famer. Ah, <laughs> uh, Carson Wentz. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, geez, <laughs> he was third. I know. I'm just. Just like, yeah, was, yeah. I know you are. I know you are. But I, I was challenging myself to see if I could remember. Oh, I think it was third. Maybe it was second. Uh, he was up there. Second. Second. Ugh. Yeah, it was golf. And then uh, Mr. Wentz. Brody. Uh, um, all right. <laughs> Number eight. If you no, we could do whatever we, we could do. Free speech, everybody. We're like. We're like, whatever, free speech. You can, you can hype up Carson Wentz all you want. It's not my problem anymore. Uh, Atlanta Falcons, pick number eight, Andrew Lenz. On the clock. So Falcons are another team that kind of need, they need some type of defensive identity. It just always seems like they're missing it. But you don't know what's going on with Calvin Ridley. You have Kyle Pitts, and you don't have a quarterback, uh, but I think they do what the Falcons do best. And they're going to draft a wide receiver, and they're going to go with uh, Garrett Wilson from Ohio State. Ooh. I think they're going to draft a wide receiver because, I mean, Mariota's not horrible. He's not great. But I think if you give them a little bit of something, you might be able to be kind of competitive. And for the next guy coming in, why not have a receiver in waiting? Right. I love that pick. Yeah. As do I. As do I. Yep. Start start getting a, a you know an offense that the next QB can kind of come and play with. So that's good. All right. Number nine, Seattle Seahawks on the clock. Mm-hmm. There's a part do of me that wants it. to do it. Do it. Yeah. You... Do it. What are you gonna do? <sighs> do you think they go? Do it. I want to. I have. I honestly mocked originally them doing quarterback. Mm-hmm. But I don't know anymore. Oh. Hey, I <laughs> don't. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> Brian's Brian really believes in it. And I think it's, it's just right. So my first three picks that I've done for this draft, they haven't really changed my first mock, but Malik Willis, Liberty, um, go get you a QB one. They, they don't have, again, this is the NFC is down this year. I know the NFC West is the NFC West, but let's start. If you're Seattle, let's reorganize this thing. If you're picking that high, you might as well get a top-rated quarterback. Um, 
you know, he's he has a lot of the hype. And in all honesty, me taking Matt uh, Corral or Coral Corral um, at six for the, the Panthers. I'm not going to say that Malik is falling to Seattle, but in a way, he kind of he kind of is. He's been the most talked about. It could hopefully it's not overhyped for their sake, but I just feel like that's the best approach for Seattle right now. They need everything, but it all starts with the quarterback position. And you, I, I'm not sure what the rest of their draft looks like as far as what picks that they have, but this is all stuff that can be addressed mm-hmm. um, later on down the road in developing guys. So. Malik Willis, quarterback, Liberty. He is the modern quarterback. Oh, yeah. I said it before, on the, again, on the last one, that you really don't have to change the playbook. You might have to change the playbook a little bit, but he has a very Russell Wilson style of play. Mm-hmm. He's got that mobile factor. He's made He made some really cool throws on the run, which is neato. Um, you know, the only thing that we really did, couldn't – the teams he was playing against <laughs> were teams that we never heard of. That was really the only criticism that, I mean, I could find, we did watch highlight reels um, and he did make some really, really cool plays. So I think Malik Willis to, uh, to, to Seattle makes the most sense mm-hmm. for me. There's, they can go anybody, you know, really, and can't go wrong, but get your quarterback now and start developing long-term. Cause they, they have a hodgepodge of guys, but they just, they don't, Yeah, they don't, their QB room is not great. Yeah. But, it, don't don't lose your fastball. Like losing Russell Wilson was a big part of your identity as far as your team, right? You haven't been to Legion of Boom for a couple of seasons, but you what you have been doing is keeping good talent in the wide receiver room with Lockett, adding good wide receiver talent with what I believe is you know tier one wide receiver in DK Metcalf, right? As well as Eskridge and you know a stable of tight ends that are pretty solid. So don't lose what you, is your identity. And right now that's a mobile quarterback who can manipulate the pocket and make big plays on the field to his elite wide receivers. Absolutely. I, I could not agree more with yeah. that. So I actually, when, before we decided on doing this in my mock draft, I had him going to Carolina just because he is that seems to be the name of the draft. And it always seems like the owner of Carolina is looking for <laughs> some type of name on their team. That's the last place he needs to go. Yeah. (laughs) But that's what I was, that's what's working in my head. Like Um, you're right. He talked about Watson. He talked, he brought Cam Newton back. And I think that was more just to get to try and sell fans on, you know, that they're actually doing something. I'm back. He overpaid for Matt rule. So I had, I had Willis there, but, it, it, I think this is probably the better spot for him. And I'm really afraid, though, that they're going to go corner just because of P. Carroll and John Schneider with that whole, it seems to be defensive mindset and we can get uh, offensive players somewhere else. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, out of the top 10 team, top 10 picks. Malik Wells fell to the right team out of those top 10. Cause the yes. rest I think are bad situations right now. Yeah. So uh, let's go to the jets, right? Pick 10, pick 10. The jets are on the clock oh, again. They got their OT. Well, yeah, that was easy. And uh, it made this pick even easier. 
just take the best player in the draft, probably Kyle Hamilton. Yeah. He honestly, you know, man, I just did his tape and uh, was it last week? It was two weeks ago, right? It would have been. Yeah, it was two weeks ago. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Because I did double um, offense. You did double offense this week. That's yeah. right. That's right. So Kyle Hamilton is the movable chess piece for Sala. He he can line him up as a linebacker in certain situations. You can keep him in the deep third of the you know defense, taking everything over the top away. Um, you can play him just in the box as a regular strong safety. Right. He's phenomenal. And uh, the, the Jets right now are winning the draft. Yeah, so far. I mean, I'd it's say. easy to do when you have two top 10 picks. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they won. They did good last year. We had them good for last year, and obviously the season didn't pan out. They were champions of the month of April. Uh, all right, up next, pick number 11, the Washington Walkers. Just kidding. Washington Commanders. Um, shout out to our man, Walker. Uh, Andrew, what do we got here for the Commanders? Kind of took my pick here with Kyle Hamilton. I know so. I was, I'm pissed. I got the Vikings next. And I'm pissed. Oh, I was like, this would be perfect for Kyle Hamilton to land here. I, I I'm thinking there. I don't. It's either wide receiver or corner. There's only really one guy, but I think they're gonna go wide receiver, just because they're not sure what I think. Scary Terry. And Christian Kirk just totally destroyed the wide receiver market when it comes to pricing people. But who I think they're going to go Drake London at this spot. I don't think they go Jamison Williams, maybe because of the injury. I think they go. I think they go Drake London. Okay. I think he's a, he's a big guy. It's a good compliment to McLaurin. Yeah, and also, don't they have Samuel? Yeah, Curtis Samuel. Uh, yeah, he's really good in Madden. He's really good at getting inside curl routes. So uh, I got I got Brian on a couple of those. So maybe maybe you know. I'm went. sorry, you got what? Curtis what? Samuel was catching all them them curl routes. Oh yeah, I still lost, but. So hopefully Walker <laughs> approves of this pick, but I think you I think if you got him there, it's not that bad. I'm looking at a guy that's six foot four. Maybe hopefully Carson Wentz can actually make a play to him and not throw it to the other guy. Yeah, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. Get the weapons. You're you're that division's so open. More weapons, the better. All right. No, that's good. Yeah, be the best offense. Be the best offense. Um, best offense you can be with Carson Wentz. Okay, next up, uh, the Minnesota Vikings. They need a lot of stuff and things. Um, oh, boy. They're fine on offense. They got Kirk. They got Delvin. They got Jefferson. They got an aging Adam Thielen. They need defense. That is the absolute priority for them. So I'm looking at cornerback. And I'm going to go Clemson cornerback, Ahmed Gardner, or Ahmad Gardner, excuse me. No. Or Cincinnati. I said Cincinnati. I almost did it again. I almost did it again. 
Cincinnati. The damn C's got me all messed up. I'm Ed Gardner. I kick my picks. Where is he? Fourth down. Number 10. I'm so blind. You need glasses? Yeah. Not really. You need binoculars. Yeah, there you go. Right there. And drafted. All right. Cool. I got it. <laughs> I almost, I can't play said Clemson again. I hate myself. He is pissed, by the way, in that in that green room. Sauce Gardner is entering his his reign as a Minnesota Viking. Pissed off. They he he didn't in a good go, way? Yeah, he didn't go top ten. He yeah, mad. He mad mad. He's one of those guys. He's he's exactly the kind of competitor I think that you know you you expect at the cornerback position, and the add on top that he didn't go top ten like he probably wanted to be. Yeah, oh yeah. This is the exact move that Minnesota needs to go from second best in the NFC North to second best in the NFC North. Sauce Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they don't have Devontae Adams anymore in Green Bay, so they got Sammy Watkins though. Oh, sh- Lizard King. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, pick thirteen, Brian. You get the second Houston Texans pick. Yeah, I get. I get my turn with the Texans. Um, our our Houston Texans. Yeah, apparently we're like Eskimo brothers or mm-hmm. something with the Texans. I think this guy has fallen far enough. They only have Brandon Cooks at wide receiver, in my opinion. There's nobody else. I hope they oh, put some can respect on Nico Collins from Michigan. Hail. <laughs> but it is imperative that they uh, score more points and find out how good Davis Mills is. So what better way to do that than to take a game changer wide receiver as far as pure speed, pure athleticism. No one can touch this guy. This guy is bonkers. So if he comes back good, from the ACL, like so many other people have, you know, like Adrian Peterson. Everyone remember that dude rushed for 2000 yards after tearing his ACL. Yep. Happened. Uh, so Jamison Williams going to come into the league. Maybe you're like game six might be a good timeline for him to kind of look at. Maybe game six, game seven might be his first appearance or they might redshirt him the whole year. Depends on what team he falls to. In all, in all honesty, it depends on what team he falls to. If he falls way late in the draft because people are scared of the ACL, then he's going to land on a team that's already been in the playoffs, and they can go, well, why don't you just chill out for the year, and we'll, we'll talk to you in January. And maybe we'll activate you for the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Hopefully. So, The Baltimore Ravens are at pick 14, belonging to Andrew. You're on the clock again. All right, so I've been kind of mulling this one over. Oh, I, uh, I want to say this too. If you need to see just specific positions, let me know, Andrew, and I can. Okay, I got, I got up here too. Also, okay, cool. Uh, where do they go? <laughs> That's the question. I have a feeling it, it says corner. It says corner. I got one that says linebacker. I honestly believe, though, for some reason, something that they've been lacking uh, since uh, Zazaria Smith left, uh, Matthew Judon left, I think they're going to go edge 
and it's going to be Jeremiah Johnson out of Florida State. I think that's their guy that they're going to go there. Not so much corner, but right there. I still think they're going to try and get another year, maybe out of Marcus Peters or so. But other than that, that is the guy. They just got Marcus Williams, and this is a very defensive-heavy team. So I'm going to say they're going uh, Jeremiah Johnson at 14. Gotcha. All right. Philadelphia. Oh, boy. Philadelphia fever. They're talking about them. Uh they're, they're talking about them maybe taking another wide receiver. <laughs> oh, my God. They're turning into the Lions under Matt Millen. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Just keep taking them until you find one. <laughs> hey, we found Megatron. We can stop now. <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. Um, Do I get any bonus points from Andrew for remembering Matt Millen? Everybody remembers Matt. How do you not remember Matt Millen? Hey, there's some dudes literally listening to this episode right now, and they they have no clue who he is. Yeah. Can you name the three teams? He's most famous for getting punched. uh, No, no, punching, doing the punching. Oh, see, I think he's most famous for winning a Super Bowl with every team he's been on. Oh, well, because you're a nerd. I think he's – I'm a meme guy, and him punching the the Patriots GM was also – was it a GM or owner? I think it was – like the son's owner or the son's, the son's owner, owner. <laughs> the owner's son. Interesting. Uh, oh dear God. So Philadelphia has a shoot ton of picks to make. Uh, let's go best available here. Andrew Booth, junior cornerback. Their defense could use uh, Jesus, but Andrew <laughs> Booth jr. Will have to do uh, here. Just d- definitely secondary, you know, give, Jalen hurts a chance. They got Darius Slay. That's cool. Right? He's still there. I think he's still there. He's still there. He's still there. Let's get a young boy, Andrew Booth Jr. Help him out in the secondary. He is not as pissed off as Sauce Gardner was because he's just not wired the same. Uh, He comes in humble and hungry, though. Right. He'd fit the bills 100%. Humble and hungry. Yeah. Humble and hungry. Well, he better hurry up in in Philadelphia. Philadelphia fever. <laughs> Who sings this? I'm song? gonna get their know. other pick, aren't I? I am. Damn. Uh okay. Well, hello, New Orleans Saints. You don't normally pick in a spot like this. Yours used to be in a lot better, but uh you've been stanky lately. So let's get you back on the fast track in the AFC South. Brady's only got one more year left in him. Let's hope. And you got to be ready to go. So you got the next best quarterback in Jameis. Probably not taking a quarterback here, but you might take someone to help the quarterback. Um, I have faith in this wide receiver class and more than just the faith in the wide receiver class. I have faith in this specific player. If I can get the mouse move, there we go. I want Chris Olave. Where is he? I was going to take him from Philadelphia next. I was, I'm not going to lie. Were you? I was. Serious. I, I was going to give him that that third wide, straight wide receiver. Chris Olave is, we did his film because I'm obsessed with him. Have been for a whole year, two whole years probably. And he his release off the line 
his run after the catch, his straight speed, his dynamic route running is everything that you need to be a day one starter at wide receiver. Drake London's got your size, you know, Garrett Wilson and Jameis Williams more than anything have that straight ahead speed. This guy, he's like Bobby trees, but a little faster. If you love Bobby Woods, like I love Bobby Woods. I do appreciate Robert Woods. Chris Olave's Bobby Woods with about a tenth of a second faster. Okay. And a much younger body at this point, too. That's true. And he has both his ACLs right now. That's That helps. That's a bonus. He's got got two more than I do. Those are very important ACLs. Yeah, you can walk around without one. ACL Terry. All right, Chargers. <laughs> Chargers are on the clock. You, you can't go. Ah, that's bad. I said it's not bad. Oh, it's, it's not, not bad. bad. Okay. <laughs> I heard that you I delivered. Hate I... He delivered the IPAs. <sighs> Say some <sighs> shit. No, Andre. I hate IPAs, but this is not bad. Founders all day. Yeah. Um, Chargers are on the clock. Kind of wish I set myself up to do this one. Um. No, it's Andrews. I know. I wish I set myself up to do mm. this one, Andrew. What do we got going to the Chargers? They're a very, very good team. They excelled in free agency. They've done very uh, a solid job roster building over the last couple of years. What do we get here? Oh, this wow. The uh, the pressure is on because I think I'm under needs according to this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well. If you're going to go, you're going to look at your biggest need. They addressed a lot defensively. JC Jackson, you know, you still have Darren James. I didn't realize they got Sebastian Joseph Day. They traded for Cleo Mack. But I think this is kind of like a Jets situation, but they're in a much, 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 much better situation than the Jets. And they're going to go Charles Cross, Mississippi State. Ooh. Get that other tackle in there. <clears throat> I like that. Two straight drafts of the offensive lineman. That would be right. Cause they took, they take Slater. Yeah. Last they, year. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It's a scary offensive line. Austin Eckler be RB one. Well, he already is, but yeah. he'd be, he'd be up there, up there. All right. Uh, Philadelphia is back on the clock. Prince Winston, you better stop barking. All right. It's not his fault. He hears the hound. <laughs> Let's go. Mm. Let me see what we got left for. Uh, we're going to entice do this. Wide receiver. Let me see what we got. Mm. Dry it up a little bit. Let's get another Pennsylvania guy. Let's go Jahan Dotson, Ooh. wide receiver out of Penn State. Best hands in the class. So he could be a bust, too. No. <laughs> he's, he's got the Brian Finch seal of approval. No bust but, guarantee. But, I mean, we thought that about Jalen Ragor. No, I didn't. You didn't? I hated him. Did Ryan like him? He may have. Shame on Ryan. <laughs> So I love growing Ryan. He, <laughs> he he whiffed on Davis Mills and Davis Mills was the second best quarterback last year. So word. So did I quarterback. So uh, Ryan, especially 
the thing about comparing Rager um, to a guy like Jahan Dotson is Rager existed as a X true outside wide receiver. Jahan Dotson for the most part exists as your slot guy. Right. So you're not necessarily improving on Rager. You still need Rager to show up. You still need him to be an outside receiver for you because it's not fair to just like Jahan Dotson might be able to play outside and win on a consistent basis on one-on-ones to the perimeter, but there's nothing in his game tape that shows that he 100% can do that. So I'd hate for his career to start off with forcing him outside. So I, if they're the pick, then I hope they let him just dominate inside because he will. Bro, you could put nobody on Jalen Rager and he still wouldn't catch the ball. <laughs> you don't even have to put a, a defensive back on him at all. The the two Philadelphia or the Philadelphia and then Pittsburgh's coming up in a little bit. The two things I know about those fan bases, they have insane hatred for uh, Jalen Rager and um, Devin Bush for Pittsburgh. They hate Devin Bush. I don't really know why. I don't know why either. All right, Saints. They did that weird. Philly did that weird trade thing with the Saints. That's right. So I think yeah. they're supposed to be. This is supposed to be the Philadelphia's position too. Anyways, uh, yeah, Saints are at nineteen. Uh, so I have them again. This is me again. So what do I do now? We already did the uh, the you know wide receiver thing. That was fun. And this pick's not going to be nearly as fun because they're literally just going to take the best player available. To me, the best player available right now is Tyler Linderbaum, the center, but they already have a center. So, yeah, Cesar Ruiz, they just mm-hmm. drafted him a couple years ago, mm-hmm. 2020, I think. Mm-hmm. And I guess of what I've read and heard, it's Linderbaum's not really able to be moved around. So instead, what we'll do is we'll take the best player available on the board after Tyler Linderbaum, and for me, it's Wyatt. Okay. Devontae Wyatt. Out of Georgia. This kid got no love because he was standing next to one of the most massive human beings, most athletic freaks to ever play the position on the defensive line in Davis. <laughs> so, you know, he, he literally was in that man's shadow because he's all of you know, I'm six, six, 360 pounds. Right. So. All right. Pittsburgh, Andrew, what do we got going on here? This is an easy one. They don't screw this up again. They're going Penny Pickett. Damn. I know they want him a leak, but uh, yeah. Poor Mitch. <laughs> I just think. But you can you can battle them. You can sit them for a year. Maybe they do the whole Bengals thing with Carson Wentz. You just say you're going to sit. You're not going to play unless Mitch gets hurt, and you're just going to sit, or you just say you're going to battle it. I mean, it could go either way. But I think Wait, Mitch got a chance. You said Bengals thing with Carson Wentz. What did you mean by that? When they sat, or not Carson Wentz, Carson Palmer. When they sat him. Okay. For the, the, and they started Kitna, who Palmer's way better than Kitna, but they said you're just sitting. Right. Okay. 
Hope his small hands can play in Pittsburgh weather. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> All right, Bill. Of course, of course, the joke there being he literally played in Pittsburgh his entire collegiate career. <laughs> it's a perfect fit. That's that's a good one. I had I seriously saw someone on Twitter. who's like, I hope you can handle the weather in Pittsburgh. And so I was like, does this guy know that he played in Pittsburgh? I hate people. I hate people. <laughs> he literally played in this. They play in their stadium. They play in the Steelers stadium. That's I, I mocked Riz, Ritter to them. So, okay. The first one I did. All right. Uh, yeah. So the Patriots are on the clock now and they are pretty much best player available in this first round. I'm going to have them take a, their offensive line needs a lot of work, but they do need linebacker. Let's go. Devin Lloyd okay. out of Utah, Devin Lloyd out of Utah. Uh, to fill that linebacker. That's the most important need. They got a good, they got a really good defense. Um, it's pretty impressive. They got to get some youth into it, inject it into it and uh, get things moving again. They're playing in a very offensive, heavy division, right? Mm-hmm. You're going up against Josh Allen. You're going up against, you know, the, the, the to uh, Tyreek Hill. <laughs> and I know people love to give two a shit, but I'm sorry. He's actually not as bad as people look. Like, it's just a running gag, but he's not as bad. Um, as as everybody makes him out to be, all right. Is he a top fifteen quarterback? Me top or top half quarterback? Uh, I would say he's probably a top half quarterback. Two is. Um, you still got to respect it, and they just got a big weapon in Tyreek Hill, and Tyreek Hill's a big yak guy, and you know all the jokes about to his arm strength, how he can only do little, you know, short to intermediate pass. You want to you want a good linebacker there. So, um, yeah, Devin Lloyd linebacker. Green Bay. All right. Which quarterback are they taking? <laughs> the wide receiver class has been picked apart pretty good by now. Right? Not a lot left out there. But there's one guy, for whatever reason, he when I watch him, I'm like, ooh, I see a little Devontae Adams in him. Not the elite wide receiver, but as far as making dynamic plays and tight coverage, you know. Traylon Burks brings that from Arkansas. His tape against Alabama, just watching just the game, regular game tape, the broadcast tape, do it. Even if it's two and a half hours or whatever on YouTube, watch it because Traylon Burks is bonkers in this game against one of the best teams in the country. Uh, so I I think they panic a little bit maybe. They don't necessarily go best player available. They don't jump too far down the board. They jump a little bit, passing up maybe a couple edge rushers, or at least one edge rusher that probably should go before a guy like Traylon Burks. But I, I feel like they need to appease Aaron Rodgers and give him his wide receiver. <laughs> uh, I hope for that. We, how many times have we like mocked? I mean, over the last couple of years doing mocks, you know, putting a trailing Burks or not like just a wide receiver in that slot and just being like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Yep. Every time they can't help it. No. All right, Andrew, the Arizona Cardinals who are going to be looking for a new quarterback soon. Supposedly. Allegedly. So. I wanted to go wide receiver here, but you kind of took my guy there, Brian. Uh, 
Where do they go? Where do they go? Where did they come Ronnie, from? Where did you go? Ronnie Hudson Hudson is not getting any older. There's still Linderbaum. I thought the Eagles might get Linderbaum as well because Jason Kelsey is not a spring chicken anymore. Oh, man, there is not. This is where it gets sticky in the draft. Yeah, it's not very obvious right now. Yeah. Oh, geez. I really don't think they're going to go defense as much as they probably should go defense. They went defense last year with Collins. Or do they reach? This is really just... I'm trying to see what they got on their depth chart compared to everything else. Mm -hmm. And it's... I think they're going to go probably edge here. Okay. And they're going to go with the guy out of Purdue, George Carl Loftus. Carl Loftus. That's Matt. Oh, I love George Carl Loftus. George Carl Loftus. I think they, they should go edge. I don't think they're definitely, but I'm, you know, kind of doing this a little bit in my head as well, but get them in there. You don't have much. On the on that defense, I mean, Golden's okay. Collins isn't bad. You still got Simmons, um, but you can add a little bit of a pass rusher, and I think that's what they're really missing. Is you lost Chandler Jones, you got to replace it somehow, right? Yeah, uh, Carl Loftus is a really really good move, and in my opinion, he's kind of fallen. This draft is it. Like people are like, oh, this draft is boring. Yada yada. This, George Carl Loftus hitting at twenty three. That's a steal. I'm worried about good defensive players falling to Baltimore when they do. Yeah. Always. Yeah. But Baltimore, right? Baltimore doesn't pick in the first. No. They already picked. They already picked. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, so I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. All right. Dallas Cowboys. I think boy, they just lost Randy Gregory. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. They're probably a team that should look to trade up. Probably. I agree. I agree. However, let's see what the wide receiver. No, they just, they got two. I yeah. think they're fine with their two. Um, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Kenyon green. Uh, their offensive line has, has been booty cheeks the last couple of years. Um, interior offensive line, Texas A&M. It's, it's a steal. It's, it's a steal. I, I like it. Uh, you know, Tony Powers, the workhorse of the group. Sorry. Not sorry, but you know, that running backs room. But you know, it, it's it's. I mean, it's, it's definitely affected. Dak gets pressured quite a bit. Um, I don't know. Like that line was a Zeke was at his best. You're obviously going to get the most your your most money's worth out of Zeke if your offensive line is up to snuff. That's mm-hmm. kind of where we're at right now. Zeke is a very uh, highly paid. Again, I'm you know pro player getting paid, but maybe a little. <laughs> It hasn't been great since they paid him the amount that they did. Let's just say that. Um, so let's let's give him an offensive line that he can work around with. Yeah, you got to replace Connor Williams too. So that makes perfect sense there. Yeah, they've lost a lot of good offensive line pieces the last couple of years. Yeah. Jerry and Jones they, collect they, off linemen. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh, and they, you know, their their identity while their defense was improved last year, 
and very opportunistic. That's hard to predict year to year turnovers. Yardage allowed is a lot more predictable. Um, yards per play is more predictable. Uh, but the turnover rate they had last year was insane. So stick with the offense, stick with what you do good. And Tyler <laughs> and I shit himself. <laughs> Not like poop, but oh god damn, Prince. That was right past me. He farted. He yeah, I got a direct shot. Uh-huh. Damn dog. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think the God. Dallas Cowboys are uh, in prime position to just stay dominant on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. Okay. Buffalo Beals. And Beal. Here we go. Finally, I get to pick a guy from my college team to play on my pro team. And here he comes. Mr. Desmond Ritter. Mr. Five-star himself. Daxon Hill. That makes the most sense. The most obvious reason being that the cornerback in safety position may be in flux over the next couple of years. Not really sure what they're going to be able to do with Jordan Poyer. Um, there's some talk that he's unhappy. I think it's all smoke. I think he's totally fine. He like, wants a payday. He's going to get paid. They probably had conversations. That's the way they, they don't, they don't let anything slip out. So that's why you never hear anything. So I think Daxon Hill coming in as a safety can play cornerback though. That's one of the unique things he's, I think he's able to do, which is a transition to a cornerback role and give some competition at position until Trey White's healthy and ready to come back. Hopefully no later than midseason. All right. I dig it. All right. The damn goddamn Tennessee Titans. I literally, uh, Andrew, you're up. What what were you going to say? No, because like, like I was thinking back to like my wrestling days or even at work where people are like, ah, tighten up kid or tight. Can you tighten that thing up? And I just, I get triggered because it's the Titans. Like I'm not one, one of those like people who just hate the Titans, but They've also been beaten on the Colts for the last couple of years. So when you say tighten up, I'm like, oh, no, oh, Titans. Ugh. But yeah. Anyways, moving Thank on. You. Go ahead. Make your damn pick. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say they're going to go linebacker here. And they're going to go N- Kobe Dean from Georgia. Yeah. Georgia by far leading all, all their colleges right now with players drafted. I think they get, it's something they need a wide receiver. I think you could probably, even though we've had quite the run on wide receivers, you still got Woods, you got AJ Brown. And I think the whole wide receiver thing is more so because it's what is going to happen with AJ Brown. That's another one of those things. It could be smoke. It could be smoke, whatever. But there's, you could probably go offensive line, but there's nothing jumping out at me. So I figured you improve that defense and you tighten up. Yeah. All right. That was a shot at you. I know. He's fired. Just kidding. I can't afford to fire you because everybody's taking off the summer. Um, all right. I am going to, uh, so we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers next at 27. Mm-hmm. And they, I think their biggest thing, they're fine offensively. They're fine defensively. 
uh, at least as far as like weapons doing that. But the trenches are took a hit. They lost two or three offensive linemen. Uh, Ali Marpet retired and Jurgens signed with a different team. They went to Kara, the it was they had the Kara, or was it? Only got, one guy no. went to the Bengals. One guy I thought it Bengals. was Jurgens, but maybe he resigned. Either way, one guy signed with the Bengals, another guy retired. But they need, I think, guard is one of their big positions that they need, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. So let's give them Zion Johnson out of Boston College. Great pick. He's like the uh, in fourth ranked uh, offensive guard in many many listings, mock drafts, etc. So yeah. give him some offensive line help. Tom Brady, we know that that's the most important thing for him. He can elevate people, but he needs offensive line help. So, all right, Green Bay again. Green Bay again. Uh, wide receiver crossed off the list for needs. They need an edge. They could use an offensive tackle. Uh, interior could use some work as well. Uh, edge rusher. Overall, I think as far as like their linebacker core could even use a little bit of an upgrade. But the player that's staring at me right now that needs to come off the board is Trevor Penning. Trevor Penning, um, by all accounts, is just as good as a Charles Cross or um, as any of the uh, interior guys that were taken ahead of him in like Kenyon Green. The, the thing with Trevor Penning is you just got to figure out exactly where you want to plug him in and just leave him there because I I don't think he has a long shelf life as far as being able to hold up in the league, but we'll see. All right. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Oh, Lions bad. I, you did give him a, a wide receiver. So that's, that's actually good. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. KC is up next at 29. Get back to back KC's. That's fun. Oh, KC is very, very. I get the other one. So they have a lot of wide receivers. So it's actually kind of, it's a little tough, but it's like, is there like a true number one? Cause they did sign a lot of guys, but I don't know. Pressure's on Andrew. <laughs> I know. It's, it's just interesting. Like you said, they signed a lot of wide receivers. Ah. Uh, you still got to look at the, I think you got to look at the defensive side of the ball. What have you been lacking on so many years, constantly defense and you got to go corner and you got to go Trent McDuffie. Cause you, you need, it's so bad. This, this is where I've liked to see maybe a guy like um, Daxton Hill drop. Cause I feel like they do better when they can move around a guy. Cause you lose the honey badger. I know you get Justin Reed, but I don't think Justin reads that movable piece like the honey badger was. Right. Yeah, who know he honey he could still go back there. I thought well, no, no, they can't actually. They don't have that is right. They did sign Reed to kind of replace him. Never mind. Yeah. Um I, I do like that. So KC. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, they, they spent a lot of they spent a lot of capital signing wide receivers. They got Valdez Scantling, they got Juju Smith Schuster. I feel like they signed a couple other ones, but you know what I mean. You don't spend that money on those veteran guys if if you're going to draft one, you know, a wide receiver high. So I'm going to go David Ajabo, uh, Ed Rusher out of Michigan, to help that defense out. 
Cause that's, I mean, this is the difference. You, I know it's an offensive friendly league, but you need that defense um, to even just give your offense a chance. You know what I mean? How many, that AFC divisional round game, right? If their defense just played a little bit better, they're not pushing it to overtime. It, it goes both ways. It goes both ways, but get your defense up to snuff. That's Casey's been, that's been their biggest problem is that Patrick Mahomes has to work too hard. He yeah. makes it look easy, but he has to work, you know, that extra hard. Yeah. So. And plus two, you got to think Frank Clark and that giant contract. Is he even living up to that anymore? Yeah. It's been uh, quite the debate on Kansas city chiefs, Twitter this off season. That's for sure. So this is kind of like a double-edged sword thing with taking a job always uh, for Kansas City. It's a double-edged sword because on the one hand, um, you are addressing a need and you're super happy about it. Um, but on the other side of that is that Ojabo was hurt. He tore his Achilles at his pro day. Like that happened weeks ago. I do remember that. Yeah. So you only get him, right? It's like, Two, two good things and one bad thing. Do you get a great player at a great cost, right? At a position of need? Fantastic. You don't get to use them this year. Yeah. Probably if, you, if you're lucky and everything goes well, you see um, I mean, he Cam might make Akers. It the postseason. Maybe like Cam Akers. You might get him in the OVR. Yeah. He, you On know, the home came, stretch, would you dude, really need him? Dude came back in time to win a Super Bowl. Like how legit. Yeah. Like it, the Jabo could do the same thing. For sure. That's kind of like what we said, though, too, with Frank Clark. Even if he's got to sit the year and you can release Frank Clark at the end of the year, that works out beautiful for you. Right. You know that you already have that guy waiting in the wings and the talent's there. You can sit him in the, you know, sit him in film study rooms, everything else, have him come to practices, and he's still gaining everything that's going on there. It's basically like sitting a quarterback for a year. Yeah. All right, our final two picks. Brian is up now with the Cincinnati Bengals at number 31. Bengals have done a fantastic job of fixing their biggest issue of offensive line. So the fact that the O-line kind of flew off the board, especially a few picks right before them, you know, depleting the last remaining depth of the draft at the uh, offensive line position. I think they quickly pivot and go to the defense and either take the best safety defensive tackle or cornerback. Uh, this guy's a little low on the draft network list. Uh, Kair Elam from Florida. Um, I don't know why. I wonder who has him very low, but I, along with some other guys on the network, uh, draft network that is not our network, um, they're, they love you know, everything that Elam brings to the table. So I'm going to bet on some traits here. Dude's long, um, very sticky as far as a cornerback goes and uh, make that the choice for Cincy. All right. Yeah. Cornerback was definitely their, their biggest need. They didn't really touch. Did they, I don't even know if they signed, they might've signed a guy. No, they, uh, they got signed back Eli Apple for a year. So. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. thank so God they definitely they needed, they need, I know. <laughs> That made total sense. You, you, need, you had to bring him back. I mean, geez. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways. Uh, all right. And our final mock draft pick, the Detroit Lions, 32. 
Matthew Stafford finally got the Lions to pick the last for the last pick in the first round. I know that joke's been made a dozen times at this point, a couple hundred dozen times, but uh, here we are. Detroit, 32nd overall. Do the question is, do they really go quarterback here? Because pretty much the top three guys are gone. I think they're going to love this, dude. The one that I have highlighted around the screen right now. I was looking at him, but then I'm also thinking if where do they pick in the second round though? Probably what the second pick. Yeah. You won't get the fifth, fifth year option. That's the only thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. So you got me there. Like right now, the best players available, uh, Tyler Linderbaum stands out, but they have Frank Regna. Like they're yeah. set. They yeah. don't need a center. I was, I was thinking Jordan Davis, maybe. Sure. He, the other one. He'd be because, super fun. Because you could always wait on that. So I think it's one of those, and you never know if Jacksonville is going to grab him. That would be scary. This is, that this would be is, scary. This is kind of a, do you get what I'm going in my head? Like a little bit of a, I think at this pick, you're pretty much picking in the second round, but like you said, you get the fifth year option. Well, yeah, this is, this so is like playing like, fantasy football, Andrew, where you're, you're yeah. looking, you're looking at the teams behind you in the draft and go, well, they already took their tight end or they already took their wide out or whatever. Like I should be set. Like, I don't have to worry about them, you know, grabbing this guy in front of me, but it's that fifth year option weighs so big. Yeah. I. Yeah. Thank you. You guys got me over a barrel here. Um, you know what? Go with your Jordan, heart, Jordan Davis, my man. In my mind, I'm going Jordan Davis because I feel I can get uh, what's his last name, Ryder Ritner, Ritter, yeah, Ritter, with that second pick. And there was a guy that was picked in the second round by the name of Drew Brees, so. I'm just going off of NFL history and everything else. So I'm going Jordan Davis and then they get Ritter in the second round. All right. So let's, uh, I'll run through and recap it really quickly. All right. So uh, Jacksonville, number one, Aiden Hutchinson, Detroit at two, Trayvon Walker, three, Houston Texans, Kayvon Thibodeau, number four, the Jets, Evan Neal, number five, the Giants, uh, Icom Equano. Blew that one. No, you got the last name perfect. But this, what's the first? How do you do the first? I don't know. You come. Okay. You come. <laughs> All right. Number six, Carolina taking Matt Cor- Corral. Uh, number seven, the Giants, Derek Stingley Jr. Eight, Atlanta, Garrett Wilson. Nine, Seattle takes Malik Willis. Number 10, the Jets take Kyle Hamilton. At 11, Washington takes Drake London. 12, Minnesota takes Ahmed Gardner. 13, Houston takes Jamison Williams. 14, Baltimore takes Jermaine Johnson. And 15, Philadelphia takes Andrew Booth Jr. 16, the Saints take Chris Olave. 17, the Chargers take Charles Cross. 18, Philadelphia takes Jahan Dotson. 19, the Saints take Devontae Wyatt. Number 20, the Pittsburgh Steelers take quarterback Kenny Pickett. 21, New New England takes Devin Lloyd. 22, Packers take Traylon Burks. 23, Arizona takes George Karloftis. 24, Dallas takes Kenyon Green. 25, the Bills take Daxton Hill. 26, the Tennessee Titans take N'Kobe Dean. 
27. The Bucks take Zion Johnson. 28. The Packers take Tre- Trevor Penning. 29. Chiefs take Trent McDuffie. Uh, 30. The Chiefs take Ojabo. David Ojabo. 31. Kair Elam for the Bengals. And 32. Jordan Davis for the Lions. So that is it. We got through it. Excellent job, Ryan, making it this way. That was a lot more fun than just spouting out names. Um, that was a lot more fun. Yeah. So shout out to the Draft Network. Uh, if you want to actually play around on this site, it's really cool. The draftnetwork.com slash mock draft uh, slash view. And you can actually do a whole mock draft. You can pick. It's very customizable. You can pick which teams you want to draft for. Um, and I think you could do. Can you do it a full seven rounds? Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you want yep. to. Yep. So, um, but yeah, so we just did the first round. It's oh, very cool. If you do all 32 teams for all seven rounds, please send me your results, <laughs> please. I need to see that. Yeah. Kudos to you if you end up doing that. But um, also I got a couple other websites to recommend to you if that's what you're doing for spare time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but that is it, everybody. Thank you, Andrew, for hopping on with us, uh, buddy. Thanks for uh, helping mix this up a little bit. I hope you had a good time. Good. Thank you for having me on. I hope I didn't like get too novice on you guys with some of my picks. But... Nah, you're cool. You know how it goes here. You yeah. know how it goes here. Uh, but that is it, everybody. On behalf of Andrew, Brian, and I, till next time, the two point conversation is good. Yeah, it's fine.